Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. You guys, I am so excited to be here. Happy Thursday, you guys. Every Thursday I pop in here and I pour into you on a topic that I feel is weighing on us mamas, whether it's mindset, relationships, parenting, nutrition, exercise, uh, lifestyle, whatever it is, I hop in here and I try to pour a little bit of, um, I don't even want to call it truth. I want to call it awareness. Like really, honestly, my mission is to make you aware. The more awareness, the more self-awareness and understanding we have, the more present and the more vibracious life we can live. And so that's what I really want to do when I show up into this space is just help you really live a life full of color. So today, what I want to talk about is how to break the weight loss, weight gain cycle when we are rewarding ourselves. Okay. And I also want to put it kind of in a little bit of a check. Okay. So in our culture, it's really, really common for us to use food as a reward or food as a soothie. A question I want you to ask yourself really quick is when I was little and I banged up my knee or I fell off of my bike after I got the bandaid on, what was the next step? Typically, oh, come get an otter pop or a sucker, or do you want a soda or a bowl of ice cream to make us feel better? And then also think about this too. When so when bad things happen to us, when things that hurt our heart and our feelings happen to us, we were rewarded with food to make us feel better, right? So then you're on that same bike and you finally get the training wheels off and you're cruising down the sidewalk and you are riding your bike for the first time. It's the first time that you've done it. Typically after the high five, you did it. It's let's go get a bowl of ice cream. Let's go get a sucker. Let's go get an otter pop. Yay, you did it. And so we're using the same reward for two different things. One for failure to make us feel better and two to celebrate. And I know it sounds really silly, like, oh my gosh, could it really be that big of a thing or that big of a deal? And the truth is, is that it is, right? Because we know that life is riddled, riddled with successes and failures, right? And if we are constantly using food, and let's be honest, it's not like you're like, hey, I fell off on my bike and I really want to feel better. Please hand me that bowl of broccoli, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's usually, you know, high sugary processed foods. And y'all know that I am not against high sugary processed foods. There is a time and a place for it in my world and K more macro. And I walk the walk, you guys, I believe this to my core. There are no good or bad foods, only food accountability. Okay. So I'm not dissing the, the fun foods. I'm not, but 
we reward and we self-soothe with food all the time. And as we get older, I mean, every day brings its own failures. Every day brings its own successes. And if we are trying to self-soothe and feel better, self-medicate with food and to reward with food, then what happens? We are filling our every day, if not our every other day with food to self-soothe us. And then what happens? Well, our health goes, weight gain happens, uh, we get into some really unhealthy situations, right? And unhealthy situations are not a reward to our body. And that's what I want to bring some awareness to today. That's the conversation that I want to have. And I also want to say upfront that it's not bad or wrong to use food as a reward, but we've got to set some boundaries around it. And if we do nothing else, we have to have a conscious thought about how we're going to approach rewarding ourselves with food, because that is where this matters, right? I said on my uh, live stream today on my personal page, I said, listen, you guys, I don't believe that there's one way to do anything, nothing. Like if you want to live a healthy, happy whole life, it's not, you have to follow what I think is right. And what I think is wrong in order for you to find it. No, what you have to follow and understand is who am I in my nutrition? What are the food habits that I have that are hurting me and the food habits that I have that are helping me? And how do we elevate the good ones and kind of quiet and smother out the bad ones? And that's different for everybody across the board, right? That's not a cookie cutter situation for everyone. And so if we do nothing at all, it's gotta be, we need to have some conscious awareness of how am I self-soothing and how am I rewarding myself? And then we are responsible as the mamas in our family for setting the tone and the blueprint for our kiddos. And so if we are self-soothing with food and rewarding with food, guess what we're handing down to our kids? Uh, self, you know, medicating with food and rewarding with food. And so that's kind of what the conversation is going to be about today is how do we step out of that? Because here's the thing, my friends, and we all know this is true. It's not if we have body composition issues, it's when. Even the fittest, most athletic, most healthiest looking people question their body at times, right? There's always something that we don't like. And it goes down to simple things like I have curly hair, I want straight hair. I have straight hair, I want curly hair. I have black hair, I wish I had blonde hair, right? Like my legs are thick. I wish they were skinnier. And then other people are like, my legs are so thin. I wish that they were thicker. And so it's not a matter of if we're going to have these thoughts, these critical thoughts about ourselves. it's when, and when we have those critical thoughts, how are we going to self-soothe? And when we reach a milestone, how are we going to reward? And that all impacts our journey right? So we've got to unlearn some of the habits of rewarding ourselves with food. And I know that this is the hardest part because these habits, uh, they're in place and they're going to take concentrated effort for us to get out of them. And one of the biggest reasons why I don't like to use food as a reward is that it creates a bad relationship a lot of the times with food, right? Because a lot of the foods that we reward ourselves with are processed foods. They're foods that we have deemed bad, right? They're processed foods. We've deemed them bad. So you are successful in something, you get good grades, or you get a promotion at work, or you land that client that you've really been wanting to land. And you reward yourself with a night out at a restaurant, having a big, tasty, delicious dinner and drinks and dessert. Now at the moment that feels like a reward, 
But what almost always happens, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what almost always happens after we treat ourselves with food is the next day there is weight gain because we had food that we don't typically have, or we went over the top with it. And then the aftermath of our reward is riddled with guilt and shame and regret, self-loathing, self, you know, a, a story we, we say to ourselves in the head and beating ourselves up verbally, right? So really we are rewarding ourselves to then turn around and punish ourselves with over-exercising, beating ourselves up verbally and feeling sh guilt, shame, and regret. And I don't know about you, but I don't ever want a reward <laughs> a high five to my achievement to be lathered in shame, guilt, and regret, right? So that is one of the reasons why we have to remove food only as a reward. And like I said earlier, we are constantly failing and winning, failing and winning, failing and winning. And so if we're always leaning on food for that, we will find ourselves 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight and unhealthy and in a really bad relationship with food. And the last thing that we want to create over our successes is a bad relationship with food, right? And we, we fall into this by using food too frequently as a reward or a self-soother. There is a time and a place to use it, but there has to be some conscious thought around it, right? So let's talk about what that might look like. You will want to use time to set some boundaries with that food reward, okay? I don't usually use food as a self-soothe because that creates a whole other emotional trigger type of eating situation. And we can talk about that in the next few weeks or so. If that's something that you wanna know about, drop that in the comment below. Like, yes, emotional eating is definitely something that I want to have a conversation on. Drop it below, put, you know, emotional eating and I got you, girl, I will create that content for you, okay? But what we wanna do is set a goal, Okay. Set a two or three month goal and then say, when I hit this goal, I'm going to cheesecake factory and I'm going to order my favorite cheesecake and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to eat it without any shame, guilt, or regret. Right. And so that means that for the next month or two or three, whatever boundaries you set up for yourself with that reward, that time reward, you are going to follow a 90, 10 rule. 90% of the time I'm eating healthy, whole foods that fill my body up, that give me energy, that, that bring me health and wellness inside, right? So that when I reach my reward, this is truly a reward. And it's a reward that I don't have riddled with shame, regret, and, and anxiety and frustration and overwhelm, right? So that's the first thing that I want you to think about. If you're going to set food as a reward, let's put a time frame on it. And then we work hard at being healthy and having healthy habits in between that reward. If we had cheesecake the week before, cause it was so-and-so's birthday. Then we had cheesecake the next week because oh, it was just a tough day at work. And then we have cheesecake, you know, because our grandma brought it to the house for that barbecue. Then when we get to our reward, I mean, really, is that a reward? No, it's just doing what we always do, having cheesecake once a week, right? And so that's the difference here, all right? Okay, so let's find what some non-food rewards look like. So sometimes it's hard, right? We're like, uh, I don't know uh, what a non-food reward would look like, okay? So I wanna give you some ideas. Some ideas will cost money. Some ideas won't cost money. Some of them you'll be like, how is that a reward? Just try it, okay? Um, I like to, to create two types of reward ideas. Ideas that cost money, and ideas that are free because some of us have the money to spend, some of us don't, or some of us just don't want to spend money on a reward, right? I know a lot of women struggle to spend money on themselves. So I want to make sure that I give you a variety um, so that you can reward yourself these ways. Okay. So 
here are a few ways that I like to reward myself. Uh, I give myself permission to take a nap. I know, sounds wild, sounds crazy, but I rarely give myself permission for downtime. So I give myself permission for downtime as a reward. And I tell the family, yo, it's downtime for mama. Don't ask me for anything. I'm going on the front porch and I'm just going to sit there and listen to music, or I'm going to sit there and read a book, or I'm going to sit there and stare off into space. But your dad's in the kitchen. If you need something, handle it with him, right? Um, uninterrupted quiet time is one of those things too. Uh, drive to a beautiful neighborhood or a park or go for a walk instead of taking my usual route. Uh, I also like to reward myself by cleaning out my closet. So that first reward will be cleaning out my closet. My second reward when I hit the next milestone would be buying a few items to put back into that closet. Yeah, fun. One costs no money and it's kind of like the precursor to the next reward. And the second one costs some money, but I've got space for it and it's going to be a beautiful situation. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, also, uh, take a bubble bath, uh, put on my favorite Netflix show, turn on the bubble bath, no children are allowed in there and it's beautiful, right? So those are no cost, you know, rewards. Other um, rewards that might cost you just a little bit is uh, go buy a lottery ticket. You met a milestone, let's go buy a lottery ticket, uh, plan a night out with friends and it doesn't have to be around food and it doesn't have to be around alcohol. You could go do something active, go on a hike, like get three or four girlfriends and go on a sunset hike and get tea afterwards or something like that. Um, buy a new workout song. Buying workout swag is like probably my favorite way to reward myself. Um, so a water bottle, a pair of shoes, a new pair of shorts, uh, a workout song, uh, get yourself a perfume or a fancy bottle of lotion that you've really been excited about getting. There's so many things, buying a new sports bra, um, trying a new shade of nail polish or getting your nails done, buying yourself flowers, right? There's so many different things that we can do. I want to encourage you to create your own non-food rewards. And, and here's the thing. Some of these, you might be like, what? How is that a reward? That's okay. doesn't have to be a reward for you, but my guess is you've never thought about this before. So the reward for you today from listening to this video is that you're going to create your own list, something that means something to you. That's going to motivate you to reach that milestone and to, to celebrate in that way. Right. Also mamas, I want to really talk about implementing this with our families, right? Because we reward and we self-soothe with our kiddos all the time. Right. And we want to make sure that we are breaking that chain because it's not going to serve them either. Just like it's not going to serve us in the same manner. Right. And so, um, one thing that I like to use with my kiddos is, um, we don't let them eat in the living room. We always eat dinner at the dinner table. And one of their favorite things to do, like when they do something well, or when they've had a good day at school or when they've done, you know, something incredible, they want to eat in the living room, watching a movie or watching TV. I just don't let them eat in the living room. We always eat at the dinner table. And so that's one of the rewards they love to have. We, we get the TV trays out and they put on a movie and they're so excited to be in the living room. Um, also, we will go to the movies. We will have, uh, they love right now because they're at this age, they love my uninterrupted time and they love one-on-one -on -one time. So we will spend one-on-one -on -one time with each one of the kids or I will give them my undivided attention to have like a dance party or to go on a walk or to go on a bike ride. These are rewards that they really, really look forward to. And it means a lot to them. It means more to them than the food or the Dairy Queen or anything else, right? Uh, taking my kids on an individual paddle boarding adventure is like gold. I could get them to do or achieve almost anything if I throw that out there like, hey, 
if you do blah, 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 you and I will go on a paddle boarding, uh, just you and I to Lake Pleasant, right up here, right up the street. And they're all about it. They will work hard for that. Um, extra screen time, staying up past bedtime, going to a trampoline park. So you can see that some of these cost money and some of these don't. I really want to encourage you to start creating a list like this and sit down with your kids and create it with them. Ask them like, what would be a reward that has nothing to do with food? And they'll give you ideas. These are some of the ideas that I wrote down are ideas that my kids came up with. Now, one little thing that I want to chat with you about before I let you go is uh, my husband really struggles with this, right? Because he is very much conditioned to use food and drink as a reward and as a self-soother. And I, I get it. Like he does not think about food as much as I do. And so for him, it's not as important. So I have had to sit down and say like, Hey, I love that you want to celebrate our kids half birthdays, but do we really have to make another reason to go and spend $45 at the, at the yogurt shop? <laughs> right? Like, cool. Let's celebrate half. Like we are now making up holidays to eat junk food at and like, no, no, thank you. And so at first he was really resistant to it. And then when he really started to see like, okay, probably not the best habits to start setting with our kiddos. Now we're on board. And listen, mama, here's the thing. We do use food as a reward, but we use it sparingly because when you use something sparingly, it's truly a treat. It's truly a reward. When you use it once or twice a week, it's no longer reward. It's called a habit. It's who you are. It's what you do. And it can no longer be a reward, right? Rewards are not something that we do every day or even every single week. So I want you to think about that the next time that, you know, little Susie scrapes her knee or little Johnny comes home with straight A's. Uh, can we shift some behavior and can we start setting a different nutritional blueprint than we had when we were kids? And can we shift that for them for generations to come so that we can live conscious, healthy, nutritional lives. That's what I got for you guys today. I hope that this resonates with you. I have a little treat coming for you on Friday. It's a printout, a list of my favorite um, free and money rewards, but I would love to see and to hear from you in the comments below, what are some of those that we can come up with together? And if it's not on the list, I'll add it to that little um, spreadsheet that I'm going to give you, that little downloadable I'm going to give you tomorrow. Okay. So that's what I have for you guys today. I hope that you have an incredible day. Uh, if you want to celebrate or share anything that like hit your heart and really made sense or changed your perspective, I would love for you to email me, Krista at kmoremacro.com. I love you all. Have an incredible week. And until I see you next Thursday, be well, and we will chat soon. Bye-bye. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. 
Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.